0: Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for Larry, and I'm glad that you're here joining with me today for a cup of coffee. Mmm, that is good. And for continuing with our series on uh, the book, The Triumphant Marriage by Neil Clark Warren. Sorry I missed yesterday. I had a bunch of stuff on the uh, table and needed to get... uh, uh, those things off my list. So uh, yesterday morning was very, very busy. So that's why we have a Tuesday morning podcast today. Uh, we are continuing with the uh, 10 secrets uh, for a triumphant marriage uh, as laid out, laid out by Neil Clark Warren. If this is the first one you've listened to in it this is secret number three, go back and listen to the previous two Episodes, So you can kind of get up to speed. So uh, the third secret that these 100 couples expressed as being very important in having a successful marriage is called maximize the trust factor. Spouses in a solid relationship have complete faith in each other. Trust. Is so important. And that goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Trust is so important. Think about your life. When you have a situation home, work, school, community, wherever when you have a strong sense of trust about that person, place, situation you typically have less stress. Because you're not having to spend so much time trying to decide, can I trust the situation or not? Am I going to get hurt in some way or not? And, and whether the act of being it, with that person or situation or place is worth it because of the inability to trust that situation. Well, when you think about uh, what's supposed to be the the closest, most uh, you know important relationship that you have with another you know human being around you is a marital relationship. Trust becomes very important. Now, when it comes to the issue of trust. Problems that can occur with trust. Really, I think you can kind of look at that um, that that issue as a coin in that it has two sides. We often think about what does our spouse bring to the table regarding trust? Is it trust trustworthiness? Or is it mistrust? You know, how do we see our spouse? But the other side of that coin is, what do we bring to the relationship? Because if we have, through our own history, through our experiences, and most importantly, through our interpretation of those experiences we bring to the table, you know, either a person who will trust or won't trust. So that was one of the problems that I had a lot of times in counseling. Sometimes it was, you know, the spouse was not a very trustworthy person. They may have been a compulsive liar. They may have not followed through with different things, what have you. But a lot of times what was the problem was one of the spouses was virtually unable to trust. And that came about from their previous life and their previous experiences and how they interpreted them. You know, one of the most common ways is, you know, uh, a person has been previously married And it was a bad marriage. And they got out of that marriage because they couldn't trust. That person may have the their previous spouse may have been bitter, may have been unforgiving, may have been a liar, may have been a cheater, may have been any a host of different things that you know made them untrustworthy. So that marriage ended. Now they're in a new relationship. But what do they bring to the table when it comes to beliefs about a spouse? They may have gone through that divorce with the belief of, you know, men are pigs. Uh, You know, you can't trust them. They have, all men are this way, all men are that way. Or, put the shoe on the other foot, you know, women are cheats. Women are this. All women are this way. You see, we as humans, like to generalize and overly generalize. See, generalizing is is not necessarily bad. That's how we learn to deal with the world. We learn from experiences that we apply to the next time we're in a similar but not identical experience. It's kind of like you walk into a doctor's office. You know you're supposed to check in and then take a seat. No one really has to tell you that because you've been in doctor's offices before and even though this one you've never been in, you can kind of make that assumption. That's generalizing. But if we overgeneralize the negative, then the actions of one or two or three or five people, we generalize to everybody in that category. And that can be a big problem when it comes to trust. So, um... One of the things that uh, Neil Clark Warren talks about here in the book, let me try to to find it. Um, Because he he gives a lot of examples with this particular uh, chapter. And, you know, one of the headlines here is why is trust so crucial? (sighs) If you're supposed, if the two shall become one, as we think about in the wedding vows, How can you do that without having a strong sense of trust? You know, that, to me, that's... Trust is critical. It's one of the things that I refer to as one of the five foundations of a successful marital relationship. Um, But I'll talk about that in a moment. Um, Here's where it is. He's talking about truthfulness. Now, trust in many ways, has to do with truthfulness in a relationship with someone. How truthful is the other person and in what ways are they truthful? So he, he talks about three different ways or three different levels. The first level he calls the verbal level. And this has to do with, you know, how do we communicate? What are we telling the other person? Are we accurate in what we say? Do we exaggerate what we say? Do we focus on the intense emotion and thus kind of expand it more than what it is, either good or bad? Or are we pretty accurate? You know, think of it like a ruler. All rulers are supposed to be 12 inches long and they're supposed to be accurate. So that one ruler has the exact same measurements as the next ruler and the next ruler and the next ruler. What would it be like if rulers, you know, had different measurements, different spaces? An inch was not always an inch. A foot was not always a foot. (laughs) Well, then you'd have the metrics. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But it wouldn't work very well. So, on the verbal level, are we being accurate? Then he talks about the behavioral level. And that ties in with, you know, not just what we say, not just the talk, but do we walk the walk? We We can, you know, say things in a very truthful way, but what do our actions reflect? How is that? you know if we say we're going to do something do we do it do we come up with excuses you know are we not following through with what we need to do so that that becomes a behavioral problem but let me take it back to the first one on the verbal level are we overpromising what we can do, thus leading to a failure on the behavioral. You follow me on that? The third level he talks about is on the being level. And to me, when I think about the being level, when I look at somebody, when I think about somebody, are they they a trustworthy person through and through? Does their verbal match with the behavioral? Does the behavioral match with the verbal? When they say yes, is it yes? When they say no, is it no? You know, those, it, it's it's the whole, the person is trustworthy. Kind of going back to the Scout law uh, that I've talked about in other podcasts. First point is trustworthy. The reason it's first is it's in many ways possibly the most important. Whenever I would do counseling with people, I would talk about the five foundations of a successful marital relationship. It's something that I came up with, goodness, years and years ago. Um, and I, I I wrote a paper on it. I need to find that again because and repost it because I haven't I haven't seen it for a while, uh, since I closed my private practice, but what it is, these five foundations, there's a lot of good skills to have in marriage. You know, communications often comes up as one of the most important skills, but there's five foundations that, uh, I think are fundamental. And if you don't have these, then there's, serious problems that need to be addressed i'm just going to briefly touch on the first four because then the fifth one is our topic for today so the first foundation is commitment and commitment is you know uh an agreed upon relationship that you know uh, that you have with a person and you have it for a length of time so in marriage you know, it's it's uh, love, honor, cherish, yada, 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 till death do us part. So there's commitment. It's a mental decision about this type of relationship. Second is respect. Respect is vitally important because if you don't respect somebody, you don't respect their actions, if they do something you see yourself as better than because you wouldn't do what they do, that's the road to disrespect. You have to have and practice respect in the marital relationship. Love. Love is, is you know an overused word in the English language. But when you're looking at a relationship, I think about, uh, I follow what, what is called the triangle theory of love. It's a mental commitment, emotional intimacy, and physical passion. The fourth is forgiveness. We all screw up. We all make garbage in our lives. And you need to take out the trash. And there needs to be ongoing forgiveness. Some people never learned forgiveness as a good skill. Others do. But it's something we all need to practice on. Now comes trust. And trust is not something that you can just will You know, say, well, I'm just going to trust you. To me, when I think about the five foundations, I think of it like the fruit of a tree. You know, you have to have mental commitment. You need to have respect. You need to be practicing love in a comprehensive way. You need to be actively practicing forgiveness. And when you have all four of those going, guess what naturally blooms? Guess what fruit you have? You have trust. So if you're in a relationship, either with a spouse, with a child, with a coworker, with whoever, where is your trust with that person? And especially when it's a family relationship and even more importantly, a spousal relationship, trust is fundamental. So if it's not there, I really suggest that you find somebody that can help you and your spouse and start addressing the issue of trust because it's one of the key secrets that, that uh, uh, Neil talks about. Maximize the trust factor. Spouses in a solid relationship have complete faith in each other. All right, that is it for today. Uh, we will continue on in our next episode. So have a great one. Take care. God bless.